Hello, and welcome into another episode of Farm to Fame. We are through April. We're in May. My Lord. We're, we're, we did it. We done, we done did it. The first month of the season. I'm Kelsey Wingert. We have Peter Moylan with us and Maddie Mass producing for our fifth full length episode of Farm to Fame. Wow. Everybody. Hmm. This is how this is how people get to thousands of podcasts without even knowing it because we've already done five. Yeah, you know when well, you we've see really people, done eight. This is podcast number seven thousand four hundred. Like, come on, really? Yeah. But I see it. I said when you've got content that's changing, it's fluid. Man. Yeah. Hey, you got to get five to get to a hundred. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't think I've it? ever heard it said so eloquently. But yes, Thank you. Thank yeah, it's beautiful. How's everybody doing? I'm so good. I'm wearing a Manscaped t-shirt. Wonder why. Mm. Wonder why I'm wearing a Manscaped t-shirt. We might find out later in the show. Maddie Mass, how are you? I'm good. Are you I'm sure good. you're okay, Maddie? You know, you've got that look on your face, like fresh cut. You look. Did you ready. get a fresh cut? No, but it's no just, fresh cut. It looks so fresh good. cut. Not up here, but Manscaped. I don't know. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Uh, you also have a really cool sweatshirt on today that, yeah, pretty oh, wow. sick, isn't okay. that? Okay, I like that. Sick. Yeah. All right. Shout out Disney, Lion King, yeah. Yeah, that's the next ad. <laughs> Disney. Please. Y'all, so like April rocked. I was yeah. into, did you see the video that MLB posted, um, like recapping the month of April? There were so many, all of the things. I haven't, and I wish I had have, because... Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good month and it was a bad month. Yeah. Depending on where you sit. As a Braves fan or a Yankees fan or a, someone who's supposed to be sitting atop of the division right now fan and they're not, that can be stressful. Yeah. But you keep telling yourself that it's early and things will change. And, uh, you know, we're all, we're all hoping, we're all hoping that that happens. But I mean, shout out to the Brewers, shout out to the, to the uh, Giants, shout out to, the Royals, these guys that are sitting on top yeah. of divisions that shouldn't be sitting on top of divisions. I mean, some people knew about the Royals, but we won't. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> Someone. Who was it, Peter? I can't remember. I'm not, I'm not a guy that talks about myself a lot, but I just, you know, I don't know who it was. So at what point, you mentioned the Braves and the Yankees. Yeah. It's early. We're only a month in. But at what point is it like valid for people to start kind of panicking? I mean, it's the way that the games are being lost and the casualties along the way. That's, I think, you know, we're losing the Braves lost Darno. Mm -hmm. um, starters have been hurt still. Uh, bullpen hasn't, hasn't been stellar of late. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm sure there's some panic amongst fans, but amongst the clubhouse um, that are going to try and keep an even keel and, and they still have the bodies there to, to be good. Yeah. Um, but lucky for the Braves and everyone else in the, in the NL East that no one's running away with it. So, yeah. Um, and I've heard that said a number of times this week, but it's true. I watched the Mets Phillies last night and it was, I mean, it was, it was just a typical NL East game. It's yeah. basically how you, how it all boils down. It was just sloppy exciting and thought it was even more exciting turned out it wasn't that exciting because it bounced off the railing but you know it's like it's it was a typical nl east game bullpen came in gives it up almost it was just it was up and down all over the place 
Well, uh, you're talking about the injuries for the Braves. Yeah. But like at the same time, young, thick Austin Riley. Right. Going 329. Off. Yeah. So I see he only has three home runs. So has he changed? That's recent. Something? Like he hit his first one in New York when we were there. He went backside yeah. in New York, went oppo. I feel like that's the kind of swing that gets someone locked in. Um, he got a cheap base hit earlier in that game as well. I think a bloop single over first base and then next to bat, he went deep. So um, Brian Jordan talks about when you're in a slump, get yourself jammed a few times and get yourself back into it. So um, maybe he's letting that ball get a little bit deeper and, and shooting the ball the other way and getting that first homer sort of unlocks something with him. But he's just, yeah, he seems, he's got four hits the other day. Like he just seems to be comfortable. His defense had been there all year. So it's nice to see him sort of pick up and, and start to hit the ball. Yeah, so good good for Austin Riley. That's been good to see. Um, yeah. But a guy that I know you are ready to talk about, mm-hmm. take, a little, take a little flight to Colorado to talk about Justin Lawrence for the Rockies. Yes. So. This dude's been all over Twitter, right? Yeah. 12th round pick in 2015. Yeah. And he blew up this week on Twitter. Yeah, blew up. Well, I helped, I think, but yeah, you're right. He blew up, but yeah, this is a guy that jumped around from college to college, uh, sort of was used as a little bit sparingly. Where did he go first? He went to uh, he went to Jacksonville. Jacksonville and then transferred to Daytona State College. That's where he went from here to here. Okay. Started to drop his arm angle down. Started to get a little bit more comfortable. And if I tell you what, if there's someone that can relate to that, it's me. But uh, drafted in the 12th round, 2015 draft, suspended 80 games last year for PEDs. All I can hear about is electric stuff, electric stuff, electric stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen the videos yet, go watch him, his videos on Twitter. He's 101 miles an hour sidearm sinkers that are moving about three feet. And he's also got a pretty plus plus slider to go with it. Um, mm. But yeah, interesting story. Was born in the Panama Canal Zone. Maddie Mass, have you done your research? My research. It is the area surrounding the Panama Canal that used to be owned by the United States. Hmm. But in the late 1900s, it's now been owned by Panama. Okay. So he's American? I think he's an American citizen. He's not. Well, if he was born after 1979, I believe he's a citizen of Panama. Okay. However... Fun fact that I found mm. in my dive was that presidential nominee John McCain was born there. Jay Mack. So during while he was running, it was a big thing. Oh, is he allowed to run since right. he was born there? We don't know. Juicy. Juicy. Wow. Well, Excellent. I mean, you liked this guy enough for him to be the our, our opening. Our right. Opener the reason segment. why. The reason why yeah. is because just because of the story, right? Because it's very similar to my story and not just because I want to talk about myself all the time, but I just think that this is sometimes the the path that leads you to the big leagues isn't necessarily a straight line, right? And yeah. it wasn't for me and it wasn't for this guy. So I can, I, can, I can feel what he's been through. I can understand what he's going through. I know what it's like to have electric stuff from that arm angle. And I know what it's like to feel like that's your arm angle that, that's going to take you to the big leagues. And it's something that so unexpected for me I was doing it as a joke. And I guess for him, it sort of worked out the same way. It's, it's, it's out of necessity sometimes that most guys will drop down. But the, the crazy part is you don't normally gain miles per hour when you do that. Mm-hmm. This is a last ditch effort for most guys. 
oh, I can't get anyone out. Let's see if I can get it from here. Whereas him, drop down, it's a comfortable arm slot. Velocity increases. He's now sitting 98 to 100 from that side arm slot. So you want to talk about the increased velocity that there is around the game? Yeah. It's coming from everywhere too. It's not just the guys that are straight over the top, but it's everyone that's throwing from every arm angle is bringing high velo. But I just think this is a guy, this is the guy we need to watch out for. 26 years old. Yeah, I just think he's exciting and he's electric and, and uh, it's just, it's a, it's a story that, that people need to hear about and people need to follow. And Well, did you read the story in the Gazette by Daniel Allen Tuck? Give it to me. I probably did, but... 2018, he had a 265 ERA and 55 appearances in Class A Advanced. That's really yes. good. We that like those really numbers, good. right? Yes, yes. And then in 2019, between AA and AAA, his ERA like plummeted to 876. Oh, skyrocketed. Yeah. And then he was suspended in the 2020 season for DHCMT, whatever it is. Right. But he is a, another one of those guys who claimed that right didn't knowingly ingest it and that the supplements he was taking came from an nsf certified uh brand so, so that okay so he was suspended and then served his 80 games just like Stanton Emanuel. that's him mm. is there a point where this is going to get uh where they can prove their their innocence and yeah. then mlb has to be like ah oh, sorry his Here's your 80 games pay. Here's your 80 games service time. Here's all that back that we cost you because, you know, it's a lot of the times you can sense when someone's telling their story whether they're telling the truth or whether they, you know, and and these guys that are that are finding this 1970s Soviet uh, powerlifting steroid in their system for some reason, it just it just seems like it's it seems like it's going to come back to bite MLB is what I'm trying to say because there's too many guys that are having this happened to them. So, okay. But the thing that I loved about his story, Peter, is that yes. when he was suspended, he went back home and trained at the facility that he trained at the previous off season. Um, Cause what else are you supposed to do? Right. And he started coaching a 12U and a 15U team <clears throat> and helping out with an 18U team. And he taught private lessons and the guy who like runs the facility, his son played for one of the teams. And um, I, I read on Twitter that he is on the autism spectrum and has a really hard time opening up to people. And that Justin really took him under his wings and they would play video games, whatever. And yeah. the article really just spoke to the kind of like person Justin right. is. Exactly. Um, it was a great article. So we'll definitely keep tabs on him this season. He, um, was recalled on April 29th, and that was his big league debut. Sure was. And then pitched another scoreless inning on May 1st, Saturday. Yeah. Punch out the side. And to be honest, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Um, and if he can get himself to the point where he starts... Do, I don't think Colorado has a closer right now. Who's They have a big-name closer. Is it closer by committee right now? I'm not sure. But he, I could see him definitely getting that role in very soon if he keeps throwing the way that he's throwing. Yeah. Because if you had, did you get a chance to see any of his videos on, on mine? Yeah. Okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's gross. Yeah. It's really, really gross. <laughs> and I obviously posted a video of myself doing the same thing, but it's, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> that was our opener segment. And now we're going to move into our rookie of the year watch. And what is really exciting this week is that our rookie of the year watch is brought to you by Manscaped. Yeah, it is. We got a sponsor. 
our first, our very first sponsor, and we'll never, ever, we'll never, ever forget it. So uh, this segment is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped mm. just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawn Mower 4.0. You heard that right. 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off. That's pretty good. 20% off. And That's free really worldwide shipping with the code FARM at mm -hmm. manscaped.com so let's talk give, about give us your first impressions girls what do you think i i think that it's a woman who's designing um the packaging because the packaging wow. is it's elite it's, it's beautiful it's it beautiful. beautiful and when you open it up inside see i says, i don't have mine down here because i've already used it and that wouldn't be fun for the viewers so <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and let you do that it says it's a whole new balls game. It is. It is. It has. It but has. It's like a ball. So the packaging. Speaking of packaging, it is. It <laughs> reminds you of a. I'm not even sure if we're allowed to mention other products on here, but it reminds you of an Apple product. When you open it up, it's all everything fits. It's all oh, beautiful. Oh yeah, just it's like really just, nice packaging. It's beautiful, right? Yeah. Then you get it out of the packaging. You got a little charging station. You've got you, you've got your you've got your little bits that you can add to if you don't want to go too close to the skin in other areas. I would suggest maybe getting two: one for the beard, one for the full mm. sacius maximus. I wonder <laughs> if you could use this on your beard. Right? Of course you can. Yeah, but I would again. I wouldn't use the same one. It might get a little yeah. funky around the monkey, if you know what I'm saying. Look but at yes, this. I'm. I know. I've. It's, it's got a light. It's got a multifunctioning power button on it. It's got everything that you've ever ever needed for a balls trimmer. Go out and get one. Order one. Boys, Yeah. your woman will thank you. We got a code for our friends. I farmers. will thank you. So <laughs> Your friends you have to shower with will thank you. Most men don't get to shower with other men. So maybe this is a good ad read for me because I've showered with a lot of other men. And there's been some, a lot of teammates that could <laughs> definitely have used the lawnmower 4.0. I can promise you that. But... Well, Send them, send them our, our code. Talking farm, 20% off. We love Manscaped, our very mm -hmm. first, our very first ever sponsor, and we'll never forget it. So again, 20% off and free shipping with the code farm at manscaped.com. And you oh, that, and also is that worldwide shipping, Kelsey? Yeah, world worldwide. Mm, wow, so all that's... of your Melbourne Aces fans in Australia. Um mm. and <laughs> they sent um, a t-shirt that you're wearing. Um, Very well, by the way. Yes, you are. And, and shorts, but they sent the boxers, which like... They're so comfortable. I put them on and like it has like the weird thing in the front that doesn't apply to it's me. It's the but, penis pouch, yes. Um, but the material is very soft. Like, yeah. I wish that I could wear... I wish I could wear them like in public. You can. You can. <laughs> anyway, the boxers boxers are super comfortable and peter's rocking the t-shirt and um really likes the lawnmower 4.0 yeah. and uh the pack chain is awesome so thank you manscaped for supporting us and for for sponsoring this segment the rookie of the year watch so we're going to start off with trevor rogers who is a dude mm. that we've talked about a lot this season for the marlins um monday he six shutty lowered his era to 129 
Um, and Sunday he faced off against one of the best, Max Scherzer. Peter he gave up a few yeah. finally on Sunday, but still. Still is a 191 ERA. Right, exactly. And punches out the world every time he gets out there. So it's, I mean, good for the Marlins, the fish with arms. Is that what they, is that what they're called, right? Fish who pitch. The fish who pitch. Yeah. yeah, they say they say fish with arms on talking baseball, but I like fish who pitch right. better. So he got two outings during the week. You talked about them both, right? Yes. Monday went six innings, seven Ks. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Forty-four punch outs so far this year, and a one point oh six WHIP on the year. But yeah, it's a, it's impressive what he's doing too. I, yeah. I, we keep hearing about all these young stud pitchers, and you know the Marlins just keep bringing these guys up, and I don't know they just. Okay. They perform when they get up here. He started six games this season, and the strikeouts in all six of those games, six, ten, seven, eight, seven. Yeah. That's hot. He's got that electric stuff too, mid-90s fastball, like good secondary stuff. It's the Fisher in good hands. The Fisher in, I'm going to get off course a little bit, but, you know, with that division the way it is, Pitching's gonna pitching's gonna win you some games. And the fish seem to have it in spades. Yeah. Which is a little frustrating as a Braves fan, if I'm if Marlins I'm honest. Are back, baby. Marlins, Marlins are, are back. Go ahead, Maddie. I was watching the Marlins game and the graphic that they put up that I thought was eye-opening was that he has already outdueled DeGrom and Corbin Burns mm. in his first four wow. starts and then, you know, went head to head with Scherzer and I mean held his own. So yeah. He's up there with the the best of them in the in the NL. This is what I'm this is what I'm saying. Like they're coming up and they're making an impact immediately, which is what teams want. You know, this is what teams need. This, especially with the injuries that are happening these days, you know, you're gonna get your chance to pitch. And he's taking full advantage of it. And guys have been talking about him for for a little while now, but to see it come to fruition, it's been pretty impressive. And to maintain it. I mean, we talked about him a lot at the start of the season, but like we yeah. like we mentioned in the last episode, we were talking about the batting averages. Like it's now getting to the point of the season where we're not looking at these numbers as inflate. Like we have a pretty good sample size now. Right. And if you're maintaining what you're doing, then that's impressive. Right. Another pitcher in the NL who's been really good this week, he's like hurt, but, but no. he's going <laughs> to be able to make his next start. Yeah. Uh, is Ryan Weathers for the Padres. And that's somebody who we've talked about, I think, pretty much every week. But Wednesday, he threw one inning, 19 pitches, and he had a mound visit by the manager and the trainer after his second pitch of mm. the night. So, like, because the velo was down so much, right? So, but how could they, I guess, the warm up pitches too? Yeah, but even that, like, you know, when a guy, so if a guy's been sitting 92, 94, 96, and all of a sudden he's sitting at 90 for three straight pitches, you're going to be a little bit concerned. Does that always point like injury in your head or can there be like other? There's so many factors that go into it, Kels. It's like, I, I've never really had a big influx up or down with my velocity. It's always maintained. It's always been pretty consistent. The only difference that I see is like, I tell the story where my last warm-up pitch of every single outing I've ever had, I would throw the ball as hard as I possibly could and turn around and find the radar gun. And it always said like 84 or 83. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as the batter steps in there, it's 89, 90, 91. So I don't know what the mindset is, whether that makes it different or what. I'm but sure, adrenaline. I just think for them, for such a young stud to come out and not, have, not look like he's firing, they probably, last thing they need is another injury to one of their starters. I think they did the right thing. But... 
maybe the pitching coach saw something during warm-ups and was and was said hey make sure you keep your eye on this and then two pitches in they said no let's go check it out but i hope he's i hope he's okay they they have said that he's scared, should make his next start which is always a good sign i wouldn't say that if there was really any chance that he didn't make it they usually err on the side of not giving fans hope that so if he yeah. if he says and maybe it's just fatigue like he's thrown the most you know we talked about him being built up on the last episode so he's gradually getting to the point where he's going four or five innings but he he wasn't he i said in the last part that that was the most most pitches he's thrown since a ball in his last outing so it could just be a little dead arm it could just be fatigue it could just be um, a few things manifesting all in one start. He gets a, a week where he throws one inning and he can bounce back and maybe start to rebuild his pitches after just going one week. Well, he's pitched in six games. He started three of those. He's only given up one run. Yeah. But in those six games that he's pitched in, he's pitched to a 0.55 ERA. He hasn't given up a run in any of his starts. His Very start good. before that was five and two thirds. So that was good. But There you go. So that's what I'm saying. So he went from, he went 38, 11, 31, 79, 89. And then he, so I'm thinking that it's just a complete case of dead arm. He's probably increased this early. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, I don't know what he was doing in spring training or whether they were extending him in spring training, but to go sort of out of the bullpen. So he didn't make his first start until his fourth appearance and he went 79 pitches after being after going 31 but he and it was only six days after he'd appeared in the game so it was that's a big increase from one week to the next looks like they had him doing both starting he looks like he started three games in spring training and came out of the bullpen for two of them okay but never went longer than three so that's yeah anyway that's i don't want to start calling out everyone's medical staff on here but I, I'm calling little fatigue and he'll be back ready to go next start, but he won't go 89 pitches. I think he'll probably build himself up again. Well, I mean, that'll be soon because he was hurt on Wednesday. So we're taping this on Monday. Yeah, it'll be today or tomorrow if they got a game. Juicy. Off okay. there now, your mean Mercedes for oh. the White Sox. I think he's hitting below 400 now. Wah, wah, wah. He finally is. But I mean, he didn't, he had a, a quiet week compared to the weeks in the past Tuesday. He went two for four with two singles Thursday. He hit the home run. That's a quiet week for, for him. For him. It's a quiet week compared to what we've been saying. Maybe he ate too many of those burgers. Yeah. But he's still hitting three, three ninety-five. He's got to be a lock for rookie of the month, right? Yeah. He's our rookie of the month for the AL. I'm saying in for the league. I mean, I'm I'm not sure that we get a vote on the actual league award. But oh, I thought we were voting. Okay, we should do. Um, but yeah, he's the impact that he's made to that team. And Louis Roberts getting hurt yesterday. Did you guys see that? Louis, mm, Louis, that Louis was Roberts. so tough when he went down. So it looked bad. Whatever it was, it looked bad. And especially with a, a depleted outfield already for them. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the last guy you want to lose. I don't know what they're going to do, honestly. Andrew Vaughn, obviously. Yeah, speaking of the White Sox outfield, yeah. Andrew Vaughn, he and his, I mean, he's like heating up now. And that's really good to see because we kind of like put all of our money on him, making one of our first three episodes about him. But he's now hitting 275. In his last seven, he has nine hits. Right. So this is a this is a dude that we previewed in one of our mini episodes. Yeah. And who I compared to Ryan Zimmerman with his swing. And who I also 
really, really think is just a pure, pure hitter. So I think what we're seeing now is a result of, again, we talk about getting, you know, whether it's shaking the rust off or shaking the nerves off or whatever these guys face when they're forced into a role, I guess that's yeah. the, because he, it's not a role he's comfortable with it, but he also said you got to be uncomfortable being uncomfortable or you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable, uh, which I thought was a really cool saying. So uh, I guess he's got to the point now where he's feeling comfortable and he's getting his knocks and, and um, he's going to play a huge role if they're to have an impact come, you know, late season, mid season. It's well, just, yeah. This is off topic, but we were talking about that drug earlier, DHXST. Paul yeah. Campbell for the Marlins, they just announced an 80 game suspension for him. For the same thing. Mm-hmm. DHCMT. Paul Campbell has been suspended 80 games after testing positive. And that's the Soviet powerlifting thing from the 70s yeah. that somehow is just popping up in everyone's. Like, so this is weird. too many things to be a coincidence. There's too many. I'll be curious to hear what he says if he if he says that if he's claiming innocence too. But um, anyway, Andrew Vaughn he's now hitting two seventy five and entering entering April seventeenth he was hitting one thirty six so he is climbing up climbing up yeah. climbing up. Uh, Nick Madrigal just another guy to mention for the White Sox since we're a White Sox pod apparently gets Max um, Keto yeah. He, they were talking about him on MLB Network earlier. He struck out three times this season. Um, Which you don't see these days, Kel. Yeah. That's the important thing to remember is that the game doesn't care about strikeouts, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Yeah. I do air quotes all the time. We're going to cut that out. No, we like the air quotes. Um, Chipper likes the air quotes. He if did. Chipper yeah. Jones likes the air quotes, then we all like the air quotes. So what, what I'm saying is it, we've, we've moved into this. It's just another out phase in the game years ago right the strikeouts don't matter strike out as many times as you want but I, I still like seeing a guy that takes pride in not striking out mm-hmm. and i feel like a ball in play makes someone else make a play and there's a chance that something could happen and yeah. i like it still so last last white Sox guy that we're going to talk about is michael kopech who if you're with us last week you saw peter say that he's going to throw the 21st no hitter for the white Sox. um and whether he's been starting, whether he's been coming out of yes, Peter. I was just going to say that that's based on whether he remains a starter. Yeah, but, yeah. but okay. he, regardless, if he's starting, if he's coming out of the bullpen, he's getting the job done, and he's like, yeah, doing it, like getting it done. Uh, so yeah. Saturday, three innings, no runs out of the bullpen, lowered his ERA to one forty-five, and that's coming off of that ten strikeout performance that we talked about in his second start of the season. So yeah, and he's already pitching more innings than he has in his career ever. Wow. Before this was 2018 where he threw, uh, I think he threw like 18 innings, maybe 17 innings. So this is his, this is his first, I think he's still rookie eligible, isn't he? He should be. Um, so, you know, this is another one that's on the ridiculous pitching list watch. Yeah. He struck out 30 and uh, 18 and two thirds innings this year yeah. and has only given up one run in his nine, I guess, career relief appearances. So Seven games so far for Kopech. Kopi, kind of like that. Um, and he's, we don't, I don't know what the White Sox are doing with him. I don't know why, why are they doing this? Why, why are they moving him around? I, I'm not a, I'm not privy to, to what's happening there. But like, if he has the pedigree that he has as yeah. being really good. You like, also got to make sure that you don't like just blow him out. You, like, cause you can't go from, having 18 innings in 2018 
or whatever it was to 200 in 2020 when like everybody is going to be on that sort of innings watch anyway because of the short season last year yeah so I just think that is trying to make sure that he can last the whole season do you think that's throwing him off though doesn't I seem mean, to obviously be. not but right Stupid question. Okay. It doesn't seem to be uh, affecting him whatsoever. He also got a shout out from Patrick Mahomes. I, don't know if you I saw, saw that. that. But... Doesn't Patrick Mahomes like own part of the Royals or something? Yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, yeah, you get a five hundred million dollar contract, you can own pretty much part of whatever you want. Yeah. You can have part of me if he wants to pay up. <laughs> so we did get a shout out from P Money, uh, and then the guy who had the biggest week for all of our all of our um, young farmers is Alex Kirilov. For mm. the twins, holy smokes! I mean, he he made his regular season debut April fourteenth. Didn't pick up his first hit until April twenty sixth. So, mm-hmm. however, nine nine games. I don't know how many games that would be. He just could he couldn't stop hitting home runs versus Patrick Mahomes Royals this week, Peter. This weekend. All right. I know it was a ten nothing game, but he went, he took Danny Duffy, who's having a really really good year, took him into their bullpen. Uh, his power again I mentioned this every week but his power seems to be that oppo gap mm-hmm. these kids are coming up now and they're just everybody's trying to hit the ball to the left center right center gaps and it's carrying and it's you know the balls aren't juiced anymore but these all these young dudes are just going oppo like it doesn't it's not even a thing anymore like it's it's crazy to me yeah the baseball field has become so even it doesn't matter to these guys there's not a lot of just strictly pull hitters left anymore which is, I guess, good. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have an opinion about that. But I appreciate, that your, first... in- appreciate your input. <laughs> <laughs> but that first home run that he hit on Friday, his first career home run, was that opposite field three-run shot. Um, mm. And then in his next at bat, he hit another home run to straightaway center field, and he crushed that one. Four for the week. Yeah, he worked a walk later in that game. He hom- homered the next day. 432 feet opposite field Sunday, another home run. That one was another three run shot crushed for 431 feet. So he's like getting a hold of these things and sending them on a little Kirloffy ride, but he started his career. 0 for 15. And kind of like you said, maybe just getting more comfortable and, mm-hmm. and they kept, they stuck with him when he wasn't hitting, but like he was a first round pick in 2016 they know what this guy can do and they're starting to get a taste of it. And maybe they should just keep playing the Royals all season. Justin Moore knows in the booth and he seems like a really, really lovely guy. And at one point they had Mauer and Morneau in the booth at the same time. It was just like, it was like a nice guy competition. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the way that he talked about that feeling of hitting your first home one on, on their broadcast and how exciting it must be for Kirilov, you know, it's, it makes you sort of realize. And obviously I know what that feels like to get your first strike out or whatever, but as a hitter, I just, I feel like hitters have way more impact in the game. You know, it's like they have the cool yeah. moments. They have the, the walk-offs, the backflips, the, but yeah, I can't imagine how cool that feels. Yeah. So um, debuted in the playoffs last year. He started the week hitting 056 and um, I think he's hitting 184 going into Monday. So uh yeah also i love target field that's like target field is sleeper in my top five ballparks i I can't tell you why but i loved minneapolis but we went in the summer so it was just like 
you know, like I have a friend, Angie, and we went out like on a little boat and then we went to the Mall of America and then I thought the ballpark was beautiful. And, yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, love Target Field. And walked, every time I see it. the hotel that, there. Yeah. Do you yeah. like Target Field? Yeah, I do. And would you put it in your top? What would you put it in your top? Uh, 10. Okay. No. Oh, really? The shower heads. The shower heads are <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> That's the only thing that I would say about the place is the shower heads are no good. Got it. Noted. And then one more guy that we want to hit on in our Rookie of the Year watch, just because he had a quiet week, but on Thursday, Taylor Trammell like won the game for the Mariners yes. versus the Astros. It is fourth home run of the season that you saw that game saving catch mm -hmm. bottom of the ninth. So yeah, that was the only, it was a one nothing win. I just wanted Sam Dykstra came out with the list of the hottest rookies for the last two weeks. And I just wanted just to, because this, Remember the MGM odds that we gave last yeah. week and the guys that there's a few guys that should be, if you're a betting person. You They're know, not which, updating those odds. I wish they were. Right. Well, this is what I'm saying. You should be able to get in there and get some, get some good odds on some of these guys. But number one is Adolis Garcia. Two is Trevor Rogers. Three is Dylan Carlson. Four is Jazz Chisholm. Five, Yuminhas Mercedes. Six, Ryan Weathers. Seven, Michael Kopech. Eight, Paven Smith, who we're going to talk about. Nine, Josh Fleming, who we're going to talk about. And 10, Nikki Madrigal. So that's, thanks, Sam Dykstra, MLB.com. Appreciate you. Thanks very much. I steal a lot of your stuff because you're very informative. So uh, moving into Farm to Flame, this is where we haven't quite, what are we doing? We haven't quite defined what we think the segment is. These are guys who are trying to make their way into the Rookie of the Year conversation. They either had a good week or they did something notable this week couple braves to talk about peter i'll let you mm. kind of carry the weight there starting with uh christian pache well our friend christian pache got sent down to the alternate side to get some at bats and get comfortable and and he got he got hurt he pulled a i think it was a, a quad uh strain so he was on he was on the uh il for 10 days and got sent to the alternate site hashtag alternate site clearly made some adjustments to his swing and first at bat back hits a grand slam against toronto uh, we eventually ended up losing that game, but it was a good moment for him. Great moment for him. Uh, I think something that well, of note was that the next game he decided to lay down a running bunt, which is for basic, which is again something we don't see these days. So mm. um, he had a, he had a good week, and I think you know when you get comps of Andrew Jones before you've even really establish yourself that's going to put a lot of pressure on anyone. So yeah. I felt like he was feeling that in the box a lot. You know, Andrew Jones was an absolute superstar of the game. Ten gold gloves in a row and 53 homer season, 400 homers. Andrew Jones pod here. Like it's that's a lot of pressure. So I'm I'm happy for him to be able to get comfortable. And William Contreras also got mm -hmm. called up on Sunday to replace the injured Darno. First at bat got a knock and an RBI. Um, so I think you'll see him be the starter for the Bravos, which is I don't know if I mentioned on this part or another one, but um, one, when he was down at the alternate site, I think they were just looking for someone to, because he's he's a starting catcher. He's going to be the starting catcher of the future. I feel like uh, nothing against Alec Jackson, but um, I just think that Contreras is the starter, brother of Wilson Contreras from the Cubs. So yeah. it's in the it's in the blood. And he and got a, a wee wee little taste last year. Yeah, he did. with a double in four games. Um, yeah. But like this is a guy we've we've been hearing about with the Braves for years, which is yeah. you know how you're saying that you think he's going to be. The starting catcher he in will. the future yeah. like that's this is who that this is who they have pegged this is who they have groomed um to be that so yeah. we'll see uh how he fares in this stint 
the Braves losing Darno is a big blow. I mean, but he did have like a career year last year. Um, he did. So, <clears throat> so but it's not just what he does at the plate. It's it's more than that with Darno. Like he handles that pitching staff really well. So that's that's a big loss. I was trying to figure out if they might give our our boy. I think this is his glove. Tyler Flowers a ring. He's. Uh, they did. They gave him a ring and they appointed him as a like a catching consultant. Okay. They do have Jeff Mathis. Yeah. Uh, the veteran. So I'm not sure. Again, off day today, I'm not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, they open up a series in DC tomorrow. Do you think there's any chance Tyler Flowers is he in game shape? You think? I have no clue. Uh, I spoke to him okay. earlier in the year, and um, we didn't talk about playing or yeah. not playing. We talked about other things. Tyler Flowers is one of the nicest guys I ever covered. And you won't hear me say a negative word about him or his 66 wife, kids they've had. It's amazing. Yes. It's yes. amazing how many kids Lots they, of... that they can see. And there are a few of you guys who like, I could ask, I could ask Tyler a question in the dugout, like a baseball related question. He would sit there with me for 45 minutes and explain right. it to me until, and it was like, he just wanted to make sure that I got it. And he was just, so I love Tyler Flowers. Anyway, totally off, off of our horsey that we're riding, but Sticking in the NL East, Nick Maton for the Phillies. This dude is still hitting 348. Yeah, I watched him last night too. He's a good hitter. 348. He came up and was really hot. And then mm. he had three straight hitless games. Yeah. Um, three consecutive hitless games. And then he had a multi-hit game. Reached base three times in a multi-hit game. But yeah, first 13 games as a big leaguer, he's hitting 348 with five doubles yeah. and five multi-hit games. <laughs> That's insane. 13, really 13 career big league games, and five of them have been multi-hit games. And he was born in 1997. So he's little. Uh, well, not little, but he's young. Is that oh, your gosh. year, Maddie? Maddie Mass! You were in 1997? Yes. Ugh. I, I wasn't that much before you. I was 92, but um, yeah, me too. Yeah. He debuted on uh, April 19th and has obviously been really good. Another NLEs guy, Jordan Holloway for the Marlins, Fish Who Pitch Pita. Mm -hmm. The Fish Who Pitch. Uh, what did he do? He went to Shuddy versus the Nats. Third shutout for the Marlins of the year. Uh, so far, he's pitching four games, seven innings, two hits, seven Ks, one walk, no runs. So seven games, you said seven, seven games. games, no runs. No runs. Seven strikeouts? Seven strikeouts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to end up being a piece for them. Fish you pitch. Fish you pitch. And all of those seven, he's a he's a reliever straight up, right? Yeah. But he's not someone that we've mentioned before. No, we haven't. Not someone that was on our radar before. So, again, this is going to be such a massive undertaking by us to keep following all these young dudes that are just – coming in and it's every week there's so many different people that come in and make an impact it's it's yeah. it's it's nuts i don't remember a time like this yeah. i don't remember a time when so many young people have come in and just and just instantly made an impact and at the same time you got people like trout who's had the best month of his life so i really think the game's in a good place i just want to see more consistent baseball from good teams or supposed good teams how many guys in the how many jordans do you think there are on active rod rosters in major league baseball jordan zimmerman jordan montgomery jordan sheffield jordan i'm gonna say 12. there's nine 
So, oh. I'm okay. It's fine. We'll yeah. The desk is a little lower than a manscape. So I just, <laughs> there's uh, it's a lot. Carry on. Well, I just, I kind of thought that you don't meet, like, I feel like there's not many, I don't know, Jordans anymore. So he's one nine Jordan. Jordan Holloway for the Marlins fish who pitch remains unscored upon in his major league career. Tyler Stevenson for the Reds. This dude just rakes. Yeah, he's Although like, that whole Cincinnati team just rakes, if I'm completely honest. But yeah. Tyler Stevenson is still hitting 364. I don't think I knew this. Kennesaw? Kennesaw Mountain. He went to Ken Kennesaw Mountain High School. Georgia, uh, Georgia, Texas, California. Wow, yeah. I'm, I like split time between Buckhead... Buckhead area and Ackworth, Kennesaw area. So uh, mm. interesting. I didn't know he went to Kennesaw Mountain. So he has been, I mean, and he's just like been consistently producing all season. I think that right. we've mentioned him on almost yeah. every show. I don't think we give like, him enough credit though. So no. shout out to Tyler Stevenson. He's well, because we were so, we were so like, we were talking so much about Jonathan India, who was hurt this week. He was right. activated off the IL like yesterday. Um, right. But and Jonathan India had a great start to the season, but Tyler Stevenson hasn't stopped. Like he has continued yeah. to be consistent at the plate. Um, yeah. I mean, you just, you don't hear about him on MLB. I, I feel like I don't hear about him anywhere. I don't no. really see him on Twitter. I don't really see him on MLB network, Right. but, but we're keeping tabs, buddy. Yeah. We got you. Okay. We're right there. Let, Tyler let me Stevenson. know if you need a manscape. I got a, I got a spot. 20% off too. code farm. Um, so Tyler Stevenson, we got you. We we understand that you aren't getting the recognition that you deserve, but we, the farmers, the farmers of John Boy Media, we have your back and we respect your 364 batting average. Better war for you. Yes, we will we will battle, throw some respect on Tyler Stevenson's name, world. Straight up, straight up. <clears throat> Feel better. Um, Justin Williams for the Cardinals. Uh, we kind of like skimmed over him, and then you got a seat and a, a live at bat, and you're right. like, "Yo, I'm really into his swing." I am really into his swing, but I, he, this week he's made some couple of defensive plays that were pretty spectacular. If you haven't seen them already, I'm sure maybe he's going to link them right here. Maybe he's had enough time. Maybe he doesn't have enough time. Who knows? But if it's linked here, check it out because two great defensive plays. So check it out over there. <laughs> yeah it, he's he's patrolling the outfield nicely so with him between him and dylan carson out there uh they are covering some ground let's just say yeah. that yeah dylan carlson is a guy that we're not talking about this week because he had a slow week but he's we'll be talking about him for weeks to come he's still hitting 265 but justin williams on saturday pinch hit in the ninth inning and homered mm. uh the two-run shot and it was his first since april 19th so justin williams we see you Paven Smith, I feel like he kind of broke out in that uh, Brave yeah. series. You think? Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, Thursday, two for five. Sunday, home run. He's hitting 272, four game hit streak. In that four game hit streak, he's six for 18 with a homer, a triple, a double, three That's RBI, all. and a pair of runs scored. Mm -hmm. So, un so, such an unsuspecting looking character, too. Like it's sort of hmm. got a little bit of Cole Calhouni about him, but he's oh yeah, he's not um, huh? he's not a big strapping lad, but he's certainly wiry strong by the looks of it. Maybe a Sean Green comp, 
from back okay. in the day for those Mets fans back in the day, Dodgers fans, Sean Green. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, dude's hitting 272, three home run, 10 RBI. Came from Virginia. But um, yeah, I mean, he he kind of like broke out in that Braves series. And he hit his third home run to get the Diving Backs to the league on Sunday. 424 crushed. feet. Yeah. So a guy that I accidentally skipped over is JP Fire Eisen for the Brewers. And all he's done this year is. Just give it to me. 15 games to a zero ERA. Come on. Still going? Yeah. 15 games. And his two outings this week that were super notable, or that might've been his only two outings of the week were versus the Dodgers. I know the Dodgers, I know the Dodgers are skidding right now, um, but they kind of broke out on Sunday. They put up like what? 27,000 runs. Um, But JP pitched against them on Thursday and Friday, both scoreless innings, 15 games, 14 innings pitched um, and a zero ERA. And also very notable is his last name, Fire Ison. Fire Ice. Fire. I just think it's strong. It is. It's very strong. What do you think the strongest name in Major League Baseball is? Mm. I couldn't answer this question off the top of my head. So I asked you. Thank you. Oh, I still like tight ties. I mean, Mercedes is pretty sick. I like JP Fire Ison. Yeah, he has been really good out of the Brewers boy, bullpen. Him and Hater are just kind of like, hey, uh, we got you. It's game over. Yeah. We got you. First place Brewers, by the way, without yeah. Christian Yelich. Yeah. Gosh, we're missing. Uh, we'll get to, to injuries quickly, yeah. but like, I mean, Belly, I don't think Bellinger is anywhere close to coming back. Um, like, right. Yelly is out. Like, you have some big, I don't know. That sucks. So, injuries. you just talked about fire icing, right? Yeah. I was going to give Garrett Whitlock. I'm still going to give Garrett Whitlock a shout out because okay. up until Sunday, he had gone without giving up a run and he gave up his first run on Sunday. So, mm. you know, these things do come to an end. Yeah. Jump back on the horse. But Garrett Whitlock has been a huge piece of that Boston first place. Boston. I mean, Bobby Dalbeck had his first home run while we're talking about the Red Sox. Got to give first time we mentioned yeah. Bobby Dalbeck on the pod. Really? Of, yes. I mean, maybe no, because him... I had to have Matty Mass say it. How J- Bobby Dalbeck. Da- right. But he, Bobby he hasn't really done anything. Like he, he went off when he first came to the show. He had a massive spring training. You know, everyone was kind of expecting him to just hit the floor running and he didn't really do a lot. But now maybe Austin Riley style power stroke. Now that he's found one, he's going to find 10. And and we can talk about him a little bit more. But he was on that Team USA for the Premier 12 that Australia beat. Um, But yeah, I got to meet him. He's a great kid. Um, And I'm looking forward. He's a good looking unit too. Is he? Yeah, check it out. I think I knew that. He'll be on the hot list instantly um, I mean, if he's not already on there the mansplain baseball elsewhere girls would be they'd be remiss if they don't start looking bobby dalbeck's way bobby dalbeck um yeah so garrett Whitlock, whitlock has been very good for the red Sox. um mm-hmm. another reliever in the al who like every week we're like should we talk about him i don't know chris rodriguez for the angels okay debuted on april 2nd 2016 fourth round pick by the Angels out of high school. This is the guy that was going to be in the starting rotation, maybe not in the starting rotation, that guy. This was the guy when we were talking about Reed Detmers and 
Chris yes. Rodriguez at the beginning of the season, they Got were it. like, one of them is going to crack the bullpen. We're Got thinking it. it's going to be Chris Rodriguez because his stuff plays better up here. Got and it. Wednesday, three and a third, Shuddy got the win. Um, okay. He has a 2.45 ERA and seven appearances this season. He's pitched 14 and two-thirds inning pitch. All appearances but one have been longer than one inning, which you can pick up from 14 and two-thirds and seven appearances. Yeah. Um, but he hadn't thrown above high A until yeah. this month. Like he was drafted straight out of high school. So it's, I don't know, he has been a reliable arm for them and a long relief guy, which we know how important that is. Um, So Chris Rodriguez for the angels. We see you. He's getting a lot of attention though. So he doesn't need our attention in the way Tyler Stevenson does. Jared Walsh for the angels has been really good. Um, Saturday. We talked about him. He's not really a rookie. He's just a guy who I feel like a lot of people don't know who he is, Um, but he went four for four on Saturday with two home runs. He homered in the first and the second inning and he's sitting three sixty, but He's a little overshadowed because you got Mike Trout, who goes three for four every stinking game. Who's and you that? got Shohei Otani, who's talented as all be all. Both on my planet baseball, by the way. Yeah. How's Anthony Rendon doing this season? I don't think he's, he, he must be hurt because I haven't heard his name a lot. Yeah. He just homered yesterday. Um, but Shohei was scratched from his start tonight. Mm. So, did no. he, he got hit? He got hit yesterday in the elbow, I think. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to watch everything that goes on in the world of baseball. Kent Emanuel for the Astros. This is a guy who, in his MLB debut, we talked about him in our opener segment, uh, I think last week. Eight and two thirds mm. in relief in mm-hmm. your MLB debut. Like, go get him. Go get him. Um, he's another Georgia guy from the Woodstock area, but he. Obviously wasn't able to pitch for a little bit because eight and two thirds. I think we said he threw what? 92 pitches that outing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so just like had, a start. So he probably would have five days off, right? Yeah. So he pitched Friday was his first outing since then. It was a scoreless inning versus the Rays. Sunday. Just another, one. Yeah, just one inning. <laughs> um, Sunday oh, pitched again against the Rays. Another scoreless inning. Lowered his ERA to 169. Good um, for him. So he is the zero is the number of games. Yeah, I really think like throw him in with Justin Lawrence, throw him in with with a lot of guys apparently. So I'm if we do nothing else on this pod, we're gonna get to the bottom of that steroid. Yeah. Emmanuel Classe for the Indians is a guy that we talked about a lot in the beginning, and I feel like we haven't talked about him as much. But I'm glad you brought him up. But Peter, 13 relief appearances this year. Yeah. Has not allowed an earned run. And this is the guy, for those that don't remember, this is the guy with the 101 mile an hour cutter. So we talked about 101 mile an hour sinker to start the show. And now we're closing with a, mm-hmm. uh, Emmanuel Classe who throws 101 mile an hour cutters. And yeah, he's he's an, another level. All these guys are, are different levels. It's yeah. If they can hone and, and you know get to the point where they're comfortable throwing two pitches, it's I don't, uh, I, I don't understand how Scary. anyone can hit it. Yeah, I, I really, it, it's already there's already way more strikeouts than hits happening in around the league. Um, so it's just it's not going to get any easier for these guys. Yeah. What was the number you said earlier? One thousand. One thousand and ninety-two more strikeouts than hits in the month of April. Crazy. And we've talked about a lot of the guys who have contributed. Yeah. To that. Uh, Dylan sees for the White Sox, another White Sox guy, seven shuddy on 91 pitches. Um, and it was a complete game because it was a double header. 
It was gross. We haven't talked about him. And that's somebody whose name, like, you heard a lot coming into yeah. the season. Because so well, he's, he's not rookie eligible. He's been around for a little bit. So, yeah. But he is still young enough for, to get mentions. Yeah. So, seven shutty for him. He has a 296 ERA in five games. Um, another Georgia guy from Milton, Georgia. Geez Louise. I know you said, like, what, Georgia, Texas, Florida, like, geez louise um and that was his longest his longest before that was four and two thirds so um that was impressive and he obviously it was cut short because it was a double header the seven innings but he was um at 91 pitches so maybe since he's young he wouldn't have gone another but he could have gone another and gone eight so that's impressive um shane mcclanahan for the rays confused me because he made he pitched in the ALDS versus the Yankees in 2020. So Thursday was his regular season debut. There you go. What did you like from him, Peter? Well, everything, obviously. 101, mm-hmm. again, seems to be the theme. We should just call this the 101 pod because yeah. he was throwing 101 mile an hour sinkers from the left side. Uh, got a little taste of, as you said, the playoffs last year. So I don't think a lot's going to phase this kid. Went four innings for his first start. Was was disgusting. Electric, electric stuff this kid has. Gave up a couple of runs, but you know, again, if he can if he can find it, if he's gonna start, like I'm I'm just I'm so glad I got my career when I did. <laughs> I really am. And I look at the game now and I'm like, it's just it's in, it's insane the talent level. I feel like I say this every week, but the talent in this league right now is ungodly. Yeah. It's so good, Kels. It's so good. We're seeing the best baseball player in the world play and the best player, maybe arguably the best baseball player that's ever played the game, who had arguably the best month he's ever had in the month of April. Yeah. We've got a starting pitcher that also rakes, who's being compared to Babe Ruth. Like, this is the game that's happening right now, Kelsey. Yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr. is doing other things. Go ahead, yeah, Matty. The best part is that Trout had his best month ever, and he didn't even win Player of the Month. So that's the point. Yeah, Trout's so good. <laughs> the best baseball player to ever play the game had the best month he's ever had, and he got outdueled by someone who had a better month. Yeah. So uh, not that I want to transition us away, but Buxton won Player of the Month uh, with Acuna. Then Cole and DeGrom were your pitchers of the month. And then that leads us to our rookies Rookies. of the month. Yeah. The MLB kind of stole our thunder because they named the same two guys we were going to name as rookie of the month. But they said you're mean and Trevor Rogers, just like we were going to say rookies of the month. Farmers of the month. Farmer rookies. So well done. Something that MLB got right. (laughs) You got to give props when props are due, and they got what a rough month for them, man. The off Um, the the umpires have had quite possibly the roughest month in the history of the game. The Andrew McCutcheon, like, don't. Okay, but was it this week that? Yeah, it was in Milwaukee when they when he just tried to field the ball on the grass. Yes. Okay, so that was this week too. Yeah. Like, I do they think that. 
okay, here's, the, here's my theory. And this is my only theory that I've, I've just thought about this in my head right now. So this could go places we probably don't want to go. But my theory is now, right? Okay. I feel like the umpires are at a point now where like robots are coming. We just have to work out a way because the robots aren't going to be able to like do the signs of calls or, or maybe they're just trying to be just bad enough that they get to stay on the field and get paid as proxy umpires and like they have a buzzer on their side to tell them what the call was so they can do the theater of making calls maybe they're auditioning for the theatrical performances of the umpires that are going to be <laughs> the future when we have robots it's so bad it's, it's so terrible. it is there have just been like i mean and if you're listening to this podcast it's a very likely chance that you listen to john boy's breakdowns which is like how this empire kind of began but he has he i think he did 15 breakdowns this week i got in an email um and he covers all of these things and there have just been so many just terrible calls just flat out wrong calls impacting the game anyway that's the issue though kelsey is that it impacts the game it costs teams a game yeah and that single a game can cost you a playoff run so it's serious stuff yeah you can play it off as it's just one call but that that guy scores the milwaukee guy scored may have ended up scoring anyway but he should have been on base in the first place like that's the part that shits me is that you're going to cost people games and you're going to cost people money and you're going to cost people playoff shares and you're going to cost people like that goes against stats. That could be some, some guy could have a incentive in his contract and that one base hit you know, goes or one arrow or one run costs him an incentive. Like it's just, we just want to get the calls right. And even replay has been so bad. Like yeah. figure it out. Just like it's, it's as simple as that. Figure it out. People are yeah, sad. Really. People are mad. People are mm. frustrated. And quite frankly, it's becoming like a joke. You know, I mean, it's just, but we've we've surpassed the laughable stage. And now it's just like. Frustrating. What are you doing? Anyway, r- kind yeah. of wrapping up, just some notable injuries are yeah. king. Justice Jr. on the IL. We scientifically decided that he will be activated um, the day he's eligible to come off because he tweeted, has it been 10 days yet? And you wouldn't tweet, has it been 10 days yet, if you weren't ready. So um, science. But what's scary is he's out with a left hamstring strain and hammies uh, hammies are not fun. Hammies and obliques. Also, also, the Marlins are obviously not going for it payroll-wise. Um, if they happen to slip into the playoffs, they're not going to be mad. Mm. I think that if this was a year that they may have been going for it, he may have been playing through this injury if it yeah. was if he's already tweeting that it's been ten days yet. So, yeah, um, that's one thing that that maybe they were erring on the side of caution to make sure that they don't ruin their and our king. Yeah. Um, so he played in two games this, this week, Monday, two for five with two steals, mm-hmm. a single and a ground with double Tuesday, got a hit and is only at bat and stole a base. 
and then left a game, left the game with an injury after the first. Um, so he hit the IL on Wednesday. I'm assuming it was retroactive to Tuesday, but another King, our short King, Alejandro Kirk for the Blue Jays, who went off against the Braves, um, the two home runs on Friday. Um, green light on a 3-0 count. Uh, he is on There's the IL with a left hip flexor strain. But that game on Friday, he became the youngest catcher in team history with a multi-homer game. So good for short King Alejandro Kirk. Key Brian Hayes. Key Brian Hayes. When are you coming back? We miss you so. Yes. I had written down, because earlier in the week, the reports were that he hadn't started swinging, but he was running and fielding. Mm -hmm. As of Sunday, he took some dry swings. Okay. Which means... Next would be off the tee, then some sock toss, then some maybe some flips, and then some BP, hopefully not in 40-degree weather, and then he will be back. Okay, Brian so Hayes. give him two weeks, I'd say. The Bucks need you. That's my uh, guess. My I, medical this expert guess. completely flew over my radar. Zach McKinstry for the Dodgers. I noticed he hadn't been in any of the box scores recently, but he's on the IL um, yeah. with an oblique injury. Julian Merriweather is a guy that we talked about a ton in the first week. He was the pretty much the closer for the Blue Jays, and he was very, very good. Mm. He um, is shut down for a couple of weeks with an oblique injury. And Garrett Crochet, a guy we talked about, um, upper back strain. Yeah. But the, the Blue Jays have been peppered with so many injuries. It's unbelievable. But they finally got some good news that Nate Pearson, um, that's their top prospect, it was activated from the 10-day IL and op they optioned him to the alternate hashtag alternate training site and he's going to travel with the AAA team to mm. Trenton. So that's some good news for them. They also, Springer came out of the game yesterday too though. So that's the yeah, I mean, but that, and what makes me more nervous about Springer coming out of the game is that he had just gotten back from an injury and then yeah. he only played like what, two, two, two games. games versus the Braves. Them, and yeah. then, um, did you want to hit on the debuts? There were 12 yeah, you want me debuts. To hit real quick? Yep. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Math checks out, not a math pod. Mm. Hyun Jong Yang. Okay. With the Rangers. Okay. Debut. 14 seasons in the KBO. 2017 wow. MVP in the KBO, two-time champ in the KBO 0917, two games, 8.2 innings, two in runs. Well done. Trevor McGill, third round pick in 2014 from St. Louis, seventh round with San Diego in 2015, rule fived by Chicago, December 19, made his debut, two games, couple hits. Well done. Okay. Jay Flaar, sixth round pick in 2015, Flaar. 20th North Dakota. Player to play in the big leagues. One game, 1.1 in 1K. Well done. North Dakota State is, isn't that that really fun football school, FCS? They like win the national championship every single year. This um, is a baseball pod. I'm sorry. Go on. I'm J Fla, F L A A. Double A. Don't forget it. Aaron. Aaron. Justin Lawrence, we hit on him. Well done. Yep. Ben Rotzvelt, second so round glad you had pick to say in 2016 that. at a high school, reached double A in 2019, one for five with an RBI. Congratulations. Edwin yeah. Uketa, not sure the pronunciation, signed in July 16 out of the Dominican Republic, reached double A in 2019, one game, took the loss, two innings, four hits, two Ks. 
he threw to a, to the pitcher for the uh, Milwaukee pitcher and threw an 0-2 fastball like at his neck and he swung, but it was gross. Uh, anyway, uh, Nick Sandlin, second round pick of 2018, sidearm. Yeah. One game, one inning, one strikeout. One, two, three inning. Well done. And his well, MLB debut. Wyatt Mills, mm-hmm. surely from Texas. Third round pick in 2017. Team USA Premier 12, 2019. Had that go for Team Australia. Good for us. It's another sidearm guy, by the way. Wow. Uh, one inning, clean. Well okay. done. Mario Feliciano, second round pick in 2016 out of Puerto Rico. Carolina League MVP in 2019. One plate appearances, nothing. But he got a plate appearance, so it counts. Did he, didn't he? did he draw a walk? Maybe. That's probably why it doesn't yeah. say anything. That's, I didn't write it down. See, that's why you're here. I, no, I, I follow uh, somebody on Twitter that tweeted that. Lucas Gilbreth, 36th round pick, 36th round pick. Wow. Originally, and then didn't sign in 2014. Then it was the seventh round pick in 2017. Two hits and one inning. What? I can't even read my own writing. Gave up two hits in an inning and gave up a run. Okay. This is why you don't do this late on a Sunday night, guys. Okay. Okay. Alec Betting, this is the tough one. This, this is the starter for the Milwaukee on Sunday. Alec Bettinger. Yeah, he had a tough, he had a 10th round pick in 2017. I was listening to MLB Network and I heard Bettinger and yeah. I was like, Bellinger, is he back? Like, didn't mm. I didn't know. Uh, he went four innings in his major league debut and we'll just leave it there. But he did have a major league debut. Uh, Keegan Thompson, 33rd round pick by Detroit in, t- in 2016. Didn't sign another one of these guys. Ended up going... Bet on yourself, kids. And I've gone in the third round in 2017. Pitched around two hits and a walk for a zero versus Cincinnati. He's with the Cubs. Okay. So that was the debuts of the week. That is debuts. All right. Way to go, Peter. Try to write better in the, in the future. We did the opener. We did Rookie of the Year. We did Farm to Flame. We did debuts. We did injuries. Do we want to talk about Scherzer complete game, racing out of the ballpark? Let's just go do ahead. a claps. Yeah, Let's go do ahead. a claps. Scherzer threw a complete game uh, Sunday and had to sit at the ballpark because his wife gave birth two mm. hours after the game ended. Um, so Max Scherzer, one of the greatest competitors ever, two different color eyes, brown eyes, pitching eye, uh, the other eyes blue. Blevins, tip of the cap to Jerry Blevins. Uh, uh, 609 career, he retired is why we're tipping the cap. 609 career appearances and a 354 ERA. Mm-hmm. And uh, bullpen guy played for the Athletics, the Nationals, the Mets, and the Braves. I, um, so he was with the Braves when I was with the Braves. And he is so nice and like so personable and just like funny. And um, I know his name. I know his name is Jerry. Right. And I had interviewed him before and I had talked about him uh, numerous reports, whatever it may be. We are in the hotel lobby, I think in like Minnesota or something. And like all the bullpen guys are down there. You might've been down there, Peter. I don't know. And I was trying to ask him something and I kept calling him Jeremy for, uh, it was also when Jeremy Walker played for the and I know, I know Jerry's name. I know it's Jerry. I had to say it numerous times. And I kept saying, Jeremy, Jeremy. And he wasn't turning around and looking at me. 
And then he like turned around and looked at me and he was like, it's Jerry. And I was like, I know that. Oh my gosh. And it was in front of all of the, all of the relievers. And I was just so embarrassed. And then he unfollowed me on Twitter and, um, he favorited one of my tweets recently, so that's good. But I think he hates me, and it makes me really sad because I think Jerry Blevins is awesome, and I know his name. Well, that's a great story, Kelly. Um, but uh, <laughs> I got to tell you. Tough. That's a tough one. <laughs> and, like, I know he knows that I knew that. Because, like, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows, yeah. But uh, Jeremy and Jerry are close, and... I, it was, it was after we traveled and, you know, my brain and I've, I, it's one of those moments I shouldn't be as embarrassed about it as I, and he probably completely forgot about this moment. Maybe he sees this clip on Twitter. It's one of those moments where every time I think about it, it literally makes me cringe. I'm still so embarrassed of it. So, um, Jerry Blevins retired and he had a great, great career. Pioneer League rule changes is another one of the Ooh. minor league. I kind of um, like that. This, this I'm is gonna into go it. Home run derby action. Yes. So you you choose a hitter, and he receives five pitches, and the player who hits the most home runs during the knockout round is named the winner of the game. So this is replacing extra innings. That I'm, here. Be, I'm here. I'm here for it. But that would we'd never see that bleed over, right? I. I never thought we'd see the extra inning rule as we have it now okay. in Major League Baseball. Never say never. I never thought that they would put a runner at second base in a Major League Baseball game to start an inning so that we don't go more extra innings. Like, yeah. I, so I don't know. I can't say whether it's just... Oh, Robbie Manfred has... Uh, He's wild right now. He's taking the reins and he's, he's, I think he's doing a few shots on the way. Like he's just riding horses, shooting whiskey and just saying, let's see what we can do. Let's see how we can mess up this game this week. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Peter? Yeah. Um, shout out to Bidi and Pollock who got 15 RBIs yesterday, which was wild. pretty impressive between the two of them, eight and seven. Have yourselves a week in a day. Congratulations. Uh, Royals officially make the top five of the power rankings. And Peter Moylan called it. And I'm not surprised. Yeah. Just in case. Um, we already mentioned uh, Bryce Harper to the couple of, took a ball to the face. And then, so it, did you watch the game last night at all? Mm-hmm. Okay. So first of bat, lefty, lefty, tough matchup, drives the ball the other way like it's nothing, right? So, okay. I'm thinking he's over it. A couple of bats later, he takes that massive swing and it looks like he dislocates his elbow or something. Like he, mm-hmm. he has to bunt to finish off the at bat. And then he comes up and strikes out to end the game, taking full hacks. Yeah. Like it was a strange course of events. Is that? Gosh, yeah. he, uh, that was such a wild ending to the game though. He probably was just trying so hard to ball. Don't lie it. But I mean, what was that pitch he wore a 97 mile power pitch to the face and he's yeah. playing two days later. Um, yeah. So Bryce Harper, but not awesome that he got hit in the face, but like no. game, like being back in there. Um, very scary, scary situation. Do you have, um, and I'll, I, I don't even think you prepped for this. So this is going to be off the top of your head. Australian okay. lingo word for us today. Let's go with boot and bonnet. Okay. The boot 
is the trunk of the car. Oh. And the like bonnet. Like you pop the boot? You pop the boot. Okay. Pop the, pop the boot for me. Okay. Uh, and the bonnet is the front of the car. Can you pop the bonnet for me? Wow. Are you lying? No. Boot and that's bonnet. Look so random. Fact check me right now. Go ahead. Yeah, that's pretty good. There you go. Um, boot and bonnet. What countries use this? UK, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, India, and Hong Kong. Officially fact checked. Okay, so thongs, flip flops, mm -hmm. keeping track. Yeah. Boot and bonnet. Yeah. Trunk and hood. Yeah. And now we are Melbourne Aces fans. Correct. So, I think that covers everything, y'all. That was a long episode. We want to thank again Manscaped for oh, being our first well. ever sponsor. So does my wife. Lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> Lawnmower 4.0. Um, great packaging. So, Thank you guys so much again for listening. You guys have been so nice to us on like Twitter and telling us that you're really enjoying the podcast and we are so enjoying it too. Like we're having Even if you're lying, we will take the compliments. <laughs> and if you are sending us bad messages, we will think you're lying. <laughs> you are lying. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Every Wednesday morning, this is out. You can watch it on John Boy Media Baseball channel. You can listen to it anywhere you get your podcasts and keep up with us on social media. Peter really likes his shirt from Manscaped. So yeah, thank you guys. Just tweaking the nipple just a little bit every time. Ah. <laughs> We're going to end it on that. Thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting us. We love you. Farm on. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Into that. Thank you. Um, farm on, farm often. <laughs> I'm into it. What? Okay. We'll see you guys it's next Wednesday. And the next episode we're going to do, Minor League Baseball starts yes. this week. How do we not mention that? By I the know. Way? I know. I meant to do it at the top of the show. Minor League Baseball starts this week. And we are going to be talking about the guys turning it up down there in our yeah. Give Them the Call segment. So, Minor League Baseball, also, they got a pay raise this year. They got better facilities this year. So all around, great job. We're excited for minor league season. We will talk all about that next week. Hope you guys have a great week and we will see you on Wednesday morning. Okay.